Hello and welcome to the latest Inter match reaction for Liverpool just beat Wolves there 1-0 at Anfield in the church pub after the game joined by regular panellists Phil got myself Terry Phil what were your thoughts on the game? I'll tell you what I'm glad we haven't got too many more of them to go couldn't take can't take too many more of these um, do you know what I'm proud of the lads today not every game in the Premier League is going to be easy we've just seen them turn City over and they made us work for it today I felt like it was a, a really battling performance some of the uh, some of the effort that you know basically all of them at field put in there in particular they ran the socks off and put last ditch tackles in and all that um, not everything went perfectly we I think we were clearly the better team we kept well in the first I'd say 60 minutes anyway um, we broke on them we had numerous chances particularly early on um, we just couldn't quite click in front of goal but um, I, I, yeah a battle and performance and a and, and the type of win that leads to uh, league titles yeah I think that's an important point I mean fair play to Wolves I think I, I said it to a couple of lads there in the pub afterwards I think that they're the best team I've seen at Anfield in the league so far this season I mean although we had probably the lion's share of the possession you know as you say we were the better team at least for the first hour or so I thought we looked tired compared to them they, they looked really up for it you know considering they played 40 odd hours ago or something in that big win against City I thought they put the real graft in you know they, they were covering the ground well the way they set up with three at the back you know it sort of stimmied our full-backs a little bit I don't think Trent and Robertson had the best of games and that was you know down to their manager the way that they set up you know, they, they normally do play three at the back but it worked there against us and we've seen against other you know Man U was the other one where, when they've done it it is one that sort of Stimmies us a little bit. You can see that Klopp's working to try and address it by dropping Firmino, uh, Firmino in the hole, yeah. putting Salah up top, getting another strike, uh, another attacker on the pitch in Lallana on that right-hand side. So, you know, it's good to see that we're, we're reacting to it as well because I don't think we did against Man U, but we did. We knew what we were getting with Wolves there with a three at the back, so that was good to see. But it was a real battling performance and, as you say, it was one of them that they're the ones that are going to make you champions, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're the best team I've seen at Anfield in the league so far this season and we just ground out a 1-0 against them all the VAR controversy we'll probably touch on briefly in a minute but in terms of you know that Liverpool team continues to show that it's got that mentality and that belief to keep doing what's needed to do to get three points home and right yeah absolutely and, and all credit to Klopp for that it's a, as you say it's a mentality thing he's instilled that into the team and the will to win in them players is evident to see. That's what that's what I thought I took most from that game today. I was saying saying to the lads I was sitting next to, just what they're obsessed with winning. You just they just they just won it so bad. Um, I tell you what, though, I'm glad that Traore didn't start. He's a he's a monster in when he comes when he came on. He did drop a couple of their best players, didn't he, from the start? It was Traore got rested, didn't he? And and Jimenez. Yeah. Um, and it was you know it. It does give you a little boost when you see that because Traore has been outstanding for them this season. He's different, you know. He's got he's gone up a level. Obviously, he had that massive impact on the game against City. So when you see him on the bench, it does give you a little boost. But we're saying there, you know, up to the hour we were the better team. He came on on around 70 minutes, and you could see it made Liverpool defenders sort of think differently. You could see they were reacting differently to him being on the pitch. Yeah. 
you know, like sort of more cautious in possession at the back where I think we were a bit casual playing it around, you know, throughout the game at the back. Yeah. And when he came on, it was, there was less of that. It was almost like, you know, we don't want to get caught here. He's rapid, he's very quick. But, you know, it's one of them. I, I don't think there, there wasn't any major surprises in our line. But Adam Lallana and the way that he's done that with Firmino, I wasn't expecting it from Klopp, to be honest, but I was, I was really impressed. And I'm, I'm, I was glad to see, you know, that we've reacted and learned from the lessons that we made in the Man U game. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree? No, yeah, I definitely agree on... Um but you know, I know you're saying that you didn't think the fullbacks had the best game, but they did. They did a different job today, and I think they did that job well. They didn't do what they normally do, which is be the creative, you know, the creative forces in the side. Um, I actually heard that guy gave Trent man of the match. I'm not sure where quite where that come from, to be honest. But I think they, they gave, you know, they, they worked hard defensively, and I think Robbo done a quite a good job on, on Traore, to be honest. He got so, I'd say he sent him flying a couple of times, which by the laws of physics shouldn't be able to happen but um, no it was clever by Klopp and I fully agree um, that we need we, it was a problem that we needed to address we've seen it happen before and he's come up with the answer and that's why he's the best manager in this league yeah absolutely I mean just like sort of a couple of mentions I think players I, as I say I don't think the fullbacks are in my opinion the best, best of games they were doing a different job I did think that, you know, Trent got caught out of position a couple of times, as, as is, you know, generally does happen. I thought Joe Gomez was outstanding today. You know, he's really grown in that defensive position alongside Van Dijk. We've seen what he's capable of last season till the injury. Since he's been back in the team, he has a bit of a slow start, but I think he's really starting to find that form again. You know, I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. He was everywhere he needs to be. His distribution was better. His, his, his pace, you know, the way that the powers of recovery he's got with his pace, really important having that in our centre-back area. Yeah, massively with the high line, that club's preferring to play this season. We need Joe Gomez, really. Um, you know, we, Matt Up did an amazing job for us, but he's been injured again, and it's nice to see. He, he looked very composed as well, Gomez. Um, Van Dijk was unbelievable too. He made a couple of mistakes. He got nicked in possession, yeah. didn't he? But... Up until that, I, I, like, I was so impressed by Van Dijk's performance again. Um, I thought Wijnaldum and Henderson were just on another level. To Just just the, the amount of effort that they put into that game and will to win the ball back for the side. Lallana did the same for me. Um, and Cater did as well, because there was no way Cater was coming on after seeing what that midfield had just done and think, I, I, I've got to do the same here. And he did, and he did put a shift in that was made up cater as well. So, um, in terms of other mentions, the front three, I mean, he wanted it and he were at it, but it didn't have the chemistry, you know, it didn't quite it didn't quite click. Um, but they were showing for it all the time, they, they didn't give up. You keep knocking on that door, don't you? And that's all you can ask sometimes, it doesn't go your way every game. Yeah, and obviously the way that walls are set up with three at the back, it makes it harder, you know what I mean, in terms of there's more bodies in there and stuff like that. So I don't think it was a, really a, a day for Salah or, or Mane, you know. It, it weren't really working. I still think Mo seems to be having them games. It's one, a boss game, and then the next game where he's showing too much of it all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, to opposition players where he can just take it off his foot and stuff. Yeah. His flicks weren't coming off. But you can never take your eyes off him because he's always a constant menace, isn't he? So, and you know, and he showed again, as you say, he was always showing and willing to take that ball and and run into into space. And yeah. he's just a constant menace. So, just having him on the pitch causes problems for other teams. And I think you know, 
in terms of this game, the, the big talking point, though, is, yeah. is going to be the VAR. We'll have a brief comment on it because we'll probably touch it on in full on the podcast tomorrow. For me, I mean, I thought, what I will say is, Andy Taylor is probably one of the most biased, horrendous referees I've seen in a long time at Anfield. Well, I felt like after the VAR, it was almost like he wanted to level it for me. Um, with regards to the VAR decisions, the Mane one, I mean, it wasn't a handball by Lallana, but you've got the other questions. If you take it back, did Van Dijk handball it in the build-up? Have we seen examples of that in other games? I'm not sure. I always believed there was a rule where you couldn't go so many phases back. So I don't know whether that was to the letter of the law or not. Um, I think the issue is that there's been some inconsistency with it, but I can't, at the moment, off the top of my head, I can't go back and go, well, that game and this game. By the letter of the law, I think it was correct. Um, although, what, what, what is it with the... The ref blew the whistle for handball, so then should the game have stopped at that point? I don't know. I don't really know about that bit. So that's the bit that, you know, in the ground, it's hard to know exactly, but from what I've picked up, I'm speaking to people, it was the fact that he thought it was an handball, but we scored before he blew the whistle. And the Wolves bench were claiming he blew the whistle before we put it in the net. Yeah. So they're saying, well, that goal can't stand because the whistle had gone. Yeah. VAR was checking whether there was a whistle blown, and there wasn't. But he wanted to blow for the handball, but it weren't an handball. But if we hadn't put it in the net before the whistle went, yeah. the goal couldn't have stood. It would have just been, I don't know what would have happened, you know what I mean? It weren't an handball. Yeah. VAR was a real doubt, the handball. So I'm not sure. Then you see it go up the other end, and then we're, we're again talking about an offside decision, which if that goes against us, I'd be dis- very disappointed, I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, you can't be using this VAR tech to be measuring fingernails, armpits, arm, forearm hairs and all kinds of millimetre things. It isn't precise enough. The way that they're using it, it's an absolute abomination, I think. And it's terrible. It's wrecking football. If I'm Wolves, I'm aggrieved that that goal hasn't, you know, stood. For Liverpool, I'm made up that it hasn't, obviously. But VAR is just... The system, I don't think, is adequate. I, I don't know how I feel on that. I mean... We used to say that offside's a black and white thing. Well, it was offside for me. I know, yeah, I mean, let's say it was offside by an inch. I mean, so what? I mean, otherwise, what? what's the point in having it? You can't just say, okay, well, you want a degree of... What's offside, though? Surely it's got to be the feet. It can't be body It was parts. the foot. But it's a big, blurry, pixelated image that they're zooming in on, so... I'm not having it, me. I think it's just... You can't be using it that... It's not a clear and obvious error for me if the referee or the liner judges that to be onside. Yeah. So why is VAR being used in that situation? Yeah. And you never see it alongside the ball, even the yeah, pass You never point. see where the ball is hit. Yeah. Which is a massive part. Like, you're measuring millimetres, but no-one's looking when the ball left the foot. Of, so, yeah, there should be a margin of an error, but, but where the lines were drawn... It was about an inch offside, so it's what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to hear any complaints out of me, but I just, you know, for me, the system's just... Yeah. And it's crap that, you know, it becomes a big talking point, you know, in the game, that it's been used twice. It's got in our favour, but I don't think really, as you say, by the letter of the law, neither decision was wrong, so it's been applied properly. 
But for me, it's just wrecking football, especially at Anfield where we've got no ground, no no video, no knowledge of what's going on. Yeah. You're just sitting there waiting on your mates who are at home texting you to tell you what's happening. Can you remember the last time a goal went in and you just cheered and it didn't go to VAR? I can't remember. It's crap, isn't it? Yeah. It's proper crap. It's ruining football. But anyway, what's not ruining football is the Reds. We're saving football, <laughs> despite what all them blue noses are saying. But anyway, Liverpool here, top the league, cementing the position, hard fought win against Wolves at Anfield. Another perfect December. Yeah. We're getting used to it. We are getting used to it. Top of the league, Terry and Phil signing off. Speak to you tomorrow.